Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's another episode of Coffee Talk with Friends with your boy, Sir Wilkins. And I got two people here with me. First, the legendary, the lady with the dirty mouth, but in a good way. Pause. So filthy, so nasty, but so right many times. We got so formerly known Jizzy from the Dead Ass Girls. What up, Jizzy? What up? What up? What up? Hey, uh, Sir Wilkins. It's always great, great time when we link up. Um, you know, I mean, I'm here. Let's do it. So, on a first time ever on Coffee Talk with Friends, I've been trying to get his brother on for a minute, but you know, schedules don't be matching up. Mostly my fault. My bad, bro. My bad. My bad. But. We finally got him, got him on this, and it's up his alley. It's comic book talk. We are talking about Emilio from Blurred Central. What up, good brother, and welcome to Coffee what Talk. Is good, with what is good, my friends? Yo, just like, just like you said, it, it's been a long time coming, but portals have opened, multiverses <laughs> have shattered. You know what I'm saying? And, and we are here. You know what I'm saying? Just, just like my nigga Andrew, I jumped through that portal. And we're about to talk everything Spider-Man. What, what may be the best MCU movie yet. Maybe. We're going to get into oh, okay. it. No, I agree with him on that one. I, I <laughs> personally feel this was the be best MCU movie ever. I thought it was better than Endgame, but we will get into that later on. First things first, let's, let's, put, let's put it on the table. We're going to do Dave Meltzer style, Dirt Sheet style. From a one to five, what do you give this movie? Oh. Six stars, six and a half stars. Uh, I'm, this is this is hitting Omega. Break the scales. Just give it all. This is Omega in the Tokyo Dome. I'm giving it six, six and a half, <laughs> seven and a half stars. So good, you know. What I'm saying I, I, I can't. They did um, everything right. I'm gonna give it a four. Out of, what? I'm gonna give it a four out of five stars. And once, once I explain why, then y'all too will be on my side soon. Right now, right now, y'all the Jedi. I'm trying to recruit you to the Sith. Once I okay. show you why, then you'll understand my rating. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, honestly, I give it a straight five out of five. I thought the movie flowed extremely well. It was from the beginning to the end. It, it was a great roller coaster ride for me of emotion. Mm -hmm. So, emotion. because I like to start off with the truth and the hurtful stuff first, what didn't you like about the movie? There's always like one thing you can be like, I, I ain't like this. I, I, I'm not feeling this. Even if it was a Tokyo Dome <laughs> Okada type I of guy. Even though, like I said, you know, I'm, I'm putting a lot of praise on it. You know what I'm saying? But that a lot of it might be a little bit of nostalgia. You know what I'm saying? I saw my man's Toby and I saw my man's Andrew for him on the screen at the same time. It's a lot of nostalgia. But mm -hmm. there were some pacing issues. I did, this actually, someone told me, this is the longest Spider-Man movie out of the seven movies that we've gotten. The longest one yep. out of all of them. It did not feel like that. It breezed by. It breezed mm -hmm. by. But I will say we had that, and it's it's almost in like a nitpick. But I gotta say, it, there was a lot of moving on. Um, 
little moments that I wish they would have stayed on, uh, moments that they stayed on too long. You know what I mean? Um, I wish we would have got a little few more moments between Andrew and um, Toby and and Tom. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have got a little bit more interaction between you know the the group. I'm talking about MJ and uh, Ned with the other Spider Man, even the other um, villains. What we did get was amazing, but it just felt, it almost felt like rapid fire. I almost got whiplash. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was like a dragon <laughs> suplex into into the V trigger into the. It was it was straight sequence into sequence into sequence, which I loved. But looking back on it, because I saw it two times, um, that that second it. time I'm just like, oh, it was like you know this. It's so much trying to keep up with all of it. So the pacing, mm-hmm. I wish they would have. I wish they would have gave it even, even though it was longer. I wish they would have gave it that extra thirty minutes to get everything to breathe. But that would, I would say, that was my main nitpick. Jizzy, you and you. She's about to go in, guys. Here we go, She's here about we go. to go in. Everybody that's watching and listening, she's about to go in. All right, I'm about to go there. Okay, and I. I do think that out of the three Tom Holland Spider-Man, this was the strongest one. Because mm-hmm. this is the one Spider-Man movie where he was a standalone character. And by what I mean by that is that he was in the shadows of Tony Stark and the Avengers in the first two movies. Mm-hmm. So for once, we finally got to see him shine as Spider-Man. That being said, there were a lot of things like, um, like you said... Pacing wise, like the beginning half of the movie felt very disjointed from the ending half of the movie. Like it almost felt like we were watching a part one and a part two and they try to blend it together and just, you know, pacing wise and editing wise, it did miss a lot of marks. Um, I'm also going to say that it's a little early in the show for this hot take. Go, go ahead. There ain't no rules here. But I did not care about Aunt May's death. Here's why. Oh. Ooh, okay, Here's we're going to get right why. to it. Okay. All right. We, historically speaking, in the comic books and in the movie universe, Aunt May is the most pivotal and most important person to Spider-Man besides MJ. And Aunt May plays that maternal, you know, like that, guidance figure to him you know the one that gives him advice the one that drives his moral compass marissa tomei as aunt may listen marissa tomei has aged beautifully and she's a fucking hot ass sexy woman yeah but they did not do her justice as aunt may yeah mommy milkers through all everywhere they did not do her justice as aunt may because when they first introduced her as aunt may they made her literally a sexual object they sexualized her. All the jokes around her were about her body and her being hot. They involved her in that stupid-ass storyline with Happy. Fucking that stupid-ass moment with Tony Stark trying to get at her. So we didn't really see her shine as the mother figure to Peter Parker. We did not see her shine as the, the person who drives his moral compass. They decided to do it in this movie, yet they also decide to kill her off. So her death wasn't as meaningful because we only got glimpses of her character. And even then, there were just cliched lines. Like, she didn't know why he had to do what he had to do. She kept saying, oh, you got to do the right thing. But when you think back to the Aunt Mays from 
the Toby Maguire and the Andrew Garfield one, she actually had this sincere, genuine care for Peter. Mm-hmm. She really loved her nephew, and she did everything she could to drive him towards doing the right thing for the greater good. Although I love Tom Holland and Spider-Man because, for one, we finally got someone who was actually young, casted to play an actual convincing high school student. (laughs) This Spider-Man did not believe in the greater good. This was a selfish Spider-Man. You think so? You think so? Tom Holland Spider-Man only cared about himself, even though he wanted to fix things. In the end, he did not learn his lesson. He still does not understand the full gravity of what happened, even after his aunt died. He still made a point to say that it wasn't his fault. That's why I got to disagree with you, though. I got talk you. To, talk the to whole, him. Just, talk to him. Go ahead, go ahead. No, and, and trust me, I get it. I know a lot of heads listening. Sir Wilkins, this might be the one video that you post that everybody's going to come from my head and I don't give a fuck, all right? I, I don't give a fuck. Y'all could come through. I don't care. No, but because I agree. when you rewatch it without mm-hmm. the bias of, oh my God, Spider-Man, watch it just as a movie without thinking about all the knowledge that you have from the comics, from the movie universe, from, you know, all the stuff. Just watch it without that bias. And then come back. And you will see what I mean. That doesn't make it a bad movie. Absolutely not. This was a phenomenal movie. I enjoy- I enjoyed it. But the the plot holes, like, let me ask y'all. Why do you think he had to fix the villains? That's the, because that's what Peter Parker does. Like you saying, is like, it what Peter like, Parker does? He say, like you say, he's trying to be responsible. He's trying. He could not send them to know. He he thought that sending them back to a reality where he knows they're gonna die is basically like killing them. Him killing them himself. That's and just to go back to your point where you think that he didn't learn his lesson. I think that was what the whole end of the movie was about. He had to. He had to give up everything. This whole movie was about sacrifice for Spider-Man. Because you think about it, he gave up his girl. He gave up his chance to go to MIT. He gave up... But he did that himself. Men that's always the point. their own problems and then they be like, yo, <laughs> yo what the fuck, son? Yo, why this shit happening to me, B? Yo, I only cheated on you like 67 times, so why you leaving me now? No, but that's the point. That's the being. That's the being accountable, and that's why you said learning the lesson. If he didn't do, if he didn't make a mistake in the first, there would be no lesson for him to learn. So, so he would have to do that. Randomly, this is just random, but I don't think this was the real Spider-Man movie. Really, I think this is the setup for the actual real movies that are going to be about Spider-Man. Right. That's that's what I got from it because I felt like. It, I don't know how to explain it, but the way the movie ended and they started like, you know, he has his own little apartment. He's by himself. Like, he's going to start working right. for, for JJ. And, you know, he's he's he has his new suit-ish. Like, he kind of made mm. himself. You know what I mean? I felt that's the start of Spider-Man. Like, that's the, like, the beginning of the real Spider-Man. Like, what we're going... what This was like his training camp to become a superhero. 
That's, that's, that's what I, I got from the move, the, the three movies ish. Because like you said, you said Jizzy, it was the first two. He was working with the Avengers and Iron Man, right? Mm-hmm. This one, he had you know, he had all the both Spider-Man from the multiverse coming in. He had Doctor Strange. He had a bunch of other things, and it wasn't like it wasn't Spider-Man that we know from like the like we just know like he just out here doing his web slinging things, being a neighborhood superhero. He was a world superhero, but now. The world doesn't know who he is anymore. Mm-hmm. So now he's just going back to the neighborhoods. I think that's the setup because don't they have like three more coming or something? Like Sony they was like, at oh. least. At like least Sony was like, like yo, anymore. let's make some more movies now and make some more money off this motherfucker. He's still young. That's the th- yeah. That is rumored, but Tom Holland did recently say that he wanted to take a break because ever since he broke into the, like he hasn't been acting for long. He's only been active for like less than five years. Like he's young. He started, like, you know, Marvel jumped in, and he's been working. So, obviously, I understand why he wants to take a break. So, there might be... I I, I think I understand what you mean, but we have to also recognize what I think a lot of Spider-Man fans forget is that Peter Parker or Spider-Man's best years were when he was in high school. His best years, his best foes, his best storylines were when he was in high school. When he becomes like a 20-something, 30-ish year old, that motherfucker is in the trenches like us. That motherfucker got roaches in his cereal. He living in a fucking overpriced studio. He fucking, he can't even qualify for school stamps. <laughs> like, the man is struggling. But that's the point. We want to see that. Exactly. I think that's, that's because, like, we, we understand high school things. Like, oh, man, that's cute. That's cute. But, like, a part of us want to be like, yo, he's, yo, he, I, yo, he, this is rough for him too. Like, we, no, no, we, I definitely, like, I relate to him. Like, when he, you know, that, like, that Peter Parker, like, that Toby Maguire Peter Parker, when he was in the trenches, I related to that. But in the grand scheme of things, and what I mean by that is the typical fan base that goes to see this, they're like, oh, well, um, that's not my Spider-Man. My Spider-Man is still... I'm like, yo, sure. But if you were truly the comic connoisseur, you would understand that all of the years, his active years, were when he was mad young. I'm well, not saying that his adult years weren't bad. They were They were good. They were entertaining. But they got fucking depressing. So guess what? These studios, they're like, yo, we got to milk this shit. We got to run this shit back, back to high school, guys. Because once he hits 27, nobody fucks with Spider-Man. They were like, yo, bro, like, don't you got a job? Like, why are you still slinging in this dude that don't even fucking fit you? You know what I mean? Like, in that <laughs> Yo, isn't it crazy that they don't get paid, though? They don't make no money? They don't make no type of bread. See, in, nope. especially in the comics, like this thing just be made doing it's, a regular job. My mind, though, like I, I, I gotta, I gotta, I ain't gonna hold you guys. If I'm saving the world and I ain't get paid nothing, I'm catching a lick. I'm catching. A, <laughs> I'm catching a lick. Like I mean, yeah. you can become a mercenary if that's what you want. If you want to get that's paid, what I'm saying. yo, like imagine you stop somebody, like uh, you stop. This guy mug, mugging an old lady, and they'd be like, Yo, I know you have 20 in that purse, right? Yo, give me that shit. And then <laughs> yeah. you <mug> her. <laughs> you know what what what... Have y'all seen Hawkeye yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a part in the thing where he's like, 
it, it, it just like he's just you know this bum ass apartment. And I was like, yo, my nigga, like you're a superhero. Like what are like, you doing? And then also, um, in Falcon and um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. The same thing. This motherfucker's just broken mm-hmm. bankrupt. Like how is right? How is how are you not having any bread? You saved the world. That's what but they you know be saying. He's saying that too. It's like, what did you do? Like, why? Where Tony Stark? He got uh, uh, killed. Bank account went with it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Ain't leave no adventure. No nothing. I'm stingy. Nah, bro. I, I'm catching a lick. I'm catching a body or something, and I'm, somebody's paying me off, B. Like, I'm getting commercial deals. I'm getting some Snapple deals. I'm getting a Nike ad. Like, I'm, I'm doing That's something. What? But um, but but let's continue on. All right, you mentioned Aunt May. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel anything when she passed away, bro? It's not that I didn't feel anything. Like obviously, yes, a character dying in the movie, especially in a very important character, it does hurt. But her death did not hit as deeply as it should have. Okay, because. They did not make her character strong at all, and not not strong in like strength wise. Strong as in her development, development. and her interaction with Peter Parker. Like, it, think about all the scenes we had with Aunt May in all three movies. You got you. We so, had a we had a handful of them though, where they developed a good um, rapport, especially in that first one, Homecoming. It was homecoming. the way she was. Yeah, the, the especially the way she was dealing with her, uh, him and Ned, dropping them off at the parties, getting them ready for the parties. You know what I'm saying? Because they nerds, they don't know, they don't know how to dress. They from Queens, they ain't got no swag. Wait, 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 wait. Queens niggas get this money. <laughs> Queens niggas get this money. I, I gotta, I gotta, I, you know I had to, you know I had to. I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> Queens niggas get this money. We're going to suburbs. <laughs> They they're the mean, suburbs. They, they, they were kind of dripless. They were kind of dripless, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And Aunt May helped them, so that was good. You know what I'm saying? They didn't. She didn't have as many moments in the last movie, but I thought that uh, at the beginning that was a pretty good one when she threw the banana at him. She so you didn't get the Peter Tingle. The Peter Tingle ain't do nothing for you. I thought that was good. You know what I'm saying? That packed his suit, even though she told he told him not to pack her um, his suit, and then the uh, custom agents opened it up. And then you got the Spider-Man suit right there, and they're just like, oh, you a loser. You cosplay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I thought they had some good moments, but I also see a point where they could have done more with Aunt May. And I'm sad to see that they're not going to have her in any more movies. It doesn't feel right. You think they will reverse it or something? Maybe they would do, like, Doctor Strange may do something and pull her or, like, bring her back to life. Like, I think but, it'll... She's I think. I think she dead dead. They're going to have to, because then it'll make it worse if they bring it back, because then it'll really be cheap. You know oh, what I mean? Because they, okay. they essentially turned her into the in, into Uncle Ben. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As soon as she, because t- I thought she was going to live, because, you know, Marvel don't ever really be going there like that, mm-hmm. you know, because th- when she got back up, I was like, okay, they're not really, they're not going to commit. It's Aunt May. She's not going to die and stuff like that. Then, then she collapsed. I started to get a little bit worried, but I'm like, okay, it's Marvel. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we good. This don't happen here. It's still Disney. Then, yeah, I get you. And then she hit she hit us with the great power, great responsibility. I was like, yo, they went there. They went there. <laughs> I was like, no. 
No, I started tearing up and everything. But like I said, they, they could have done more with anime. But I think this one, they really... This whole three-movie trilogy, I thought, they did very well because I didn't understand it until seeing this end part, like Wilkins was saying, until we get to the end. All three movies was an origin story. That's what I didn't get. If you th- When you look back at the original Stan Lee comics, like the ones way back from the 60s, it kind of, that was the tone. The first two movies was playful. He's in high school. You know what I'm saying? Flirt here. He got his powers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He like any kid with powers. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna fuck up the bullies that was bullying me and all that shit until, okay, college comes. You know, mm-hmm. the nigga broke now. You know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> <laughs> dead. And, and and they did it perfectly because, you know, it's the MCU. You gotta, you, you gotta have people really understand the shit. Okay, how is he gonna be broke if he know Tony Stark at all? Mm-hmm. How is he gonna be broke? Um, how is all these people gonna not know him? You know, because that's another thing in the comics, you know? Spider, don't nobody know who Spider-Man mm-hmm. is. Not even a lot of the heroes know who Spider-Man is. That is you know? true. Niggas really they, don't know who niggas nigga low-key losing the MC. <laughs> Damn, well, that's, that's because he keeps that shit locked down. You people be trying to hack that nigga. He be like, nope. Nah, mm-hmm. too smart for that. Nah, and, and, it's, it's it's crazy. So what did you guys so we'll, we'll go through the couple couple of the characters, Ned and yeah. Mary Jane. Your thoughts on the on them? I love them. I thought they were a great uh backup for him. You know, they you didn't have Harry Osborne, which was that you didn't in, in, even in the comics, he didn't even meet really Harry Osborne come friends mm-hmm. with him in the college until he got to college. So that actually worked, you know. But and MJ, I thought I think Zendaya is probably the best representation of MJ that we've gotten mm-hmm. in the movies, just because the old MJ, she was. She was meant to be counterculture for what was then in the 60s. So, you know, she was the party girl. She was the, you know, protesting, raging against the the system, all that. That is modernized for today, you know. So how do you take that concept and modernize? You did exactly what Zendaya did in these last three movies. You know, she's the, she's the, the sarcastic girl. She don't have any friends, but she's super smart, you know, uh, like is into true crime and stuff that's the mary jane of today she killed it i um she didn't get enough emotional range in the first in the first two Mm -hmm. they fixed that in this one she she became his girlfriend and you got to see all different sides of zendaya because she can act zendaya can act and she was acting her ass off in this movie and she was the emotional rock for not just tom but even andrew which we're gonna talk about that moment, mm-hmm. you know, later. So that that was really good. Andrew you know was creeping, bro. Andrew was creeping, bro. Andrew, and I'm saying that man's an actor. That man's a thespian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That man's a thespian. We gotta put some respect on his name, yo, because he was carrying scenes. But you know what I'm saying? But but uh, Ned's and Zendaya, I thought they were really good and. Even whether you like them or not, I think that's the smart part about the ending. It's because now he's gone. Like, he, he's mm-hmm. out of their lives. So whether if you didn't like them, they're not going to be in there anymore. If you did like them, there's going to be a whole story where 
you know, Spider-Man in the comics, he's a player. He know he knows a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just going to be a story of him getting MJ back. But when? And, you know, that's the story. You think Ned is splashing, though? <laughs> Ned, Ned wishes. Ned wishes. He's trying. He, 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 he got Betty Brand on the side. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he, got, he got that. So, you know, he might. He's playing the long game. <laughs> I know the long game. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you got the joint on the back burner. But, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole different, that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> Yo, Jizzy, your thoughts on um uh MJ and um Ned in, in, in this one? Uh yeah, they were they were fine characters. I had no problem with them. I thought they were funny, and you know they were they're like the the band of misfits, so to speak. You know, this like super nerdy high school group. So I I had no problem with them. I mean. I will admit there were a couple times where I, I thought that I thought that Ned's scenes were unnecessarily long and way too comical. But overall, yeah, they were cool. I had no problem with them. I like Ned. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I, never that that the first, I was trying to be one. nice about it. I was trying to be, you know, cognizant of others' opinions, but I'm. Eh, I don't know. Like there were times where he just tried too hard to be. Like there's a certain way when we think of sidekicks, right? Like sidekicks are supposed to be your support system, and I felt like sometimes he tried to steal the light. Like he tried to be in the spotlight, and nothing wrong with having a sidekick that like kind of keeps up in tempo with you, but. I feel like we had more of Ned than we did of MJ. Ned is an, an attention whore, B. That's why I, I think that the actor who played him did a good job, right? Right. But the actual character for me was just mad annoying for me. And maybe, yeah. maybe the actor did a good job of making him annoying, but I was just like, I don't like this nigga. He's he's mm-hmm. It was funny. There was parts that he did that were funny, but the entire time I was like, "We need to get Ned pussy before this shit is over." <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I thought that's what we was gonna do the last movie, and we just did it. And I was just like, "Oh, so he's just gonna continue doing this?" The best part about Ned was his grandmama. Not gonna hold you. She was fucking hilarious. Is, she, is <laughs> Ned Filipino? Was he Filipino in the movie or something else? He had to be Spanish because they were speaking Spanish. So maybe. They're Filipino. Oh, they yeah, Filipino. Yeah. Okay. They okay. Was, yeah, because they had yeah. the little Filipino flag. Um, it was oh, like okay. in the scene in the kitchen. There was like a little mini flag in there. Look at you with the Easter eggs, cop and follow. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Look at you being good up the yeah. Easter egg. Said, I saw the Filipino flag on the left hand corner. Give an analysis. Look at you with the Easter eggs. Okay, because I thought he was because he looked Filipino. I used to date a Filipino chick, and I used to have friends with a bunch of films. I was like, maybe he is, but I, don't, but I wasn't sure 100%. I didn't see no rice and spam on the table. So, um... <laughs> Can I say one thing, though? Huh? That one thing that kind of took me out from enjoying the movie in full was the fan base and how they've been acting towards the movie. And I mean, Explain. like, before the movie even dropped. Like, I don't know if you guys have been on... on social media but like we had constant Heavy spoilers. leaks motherfuckers had like leaks on leaks on leaks 
That shit was looking like the Titanic on social media. Motherfuckers were attacking actors and actresses for not giving up information. Fucking people, like, the fandom made the viewing experience almost intolerable, even to the point where when I went to the theater and when Andrew Garfield appeared on the screen and then Tobey Maguire appeared on the screen and they started clapping, not gonna lie, I wanted to get the fuck up and leave because I was like, yo... Come on, I, knew it, I knew I knew a bunch of nerds in here because as soon as I walked into the theater, it smelled like booty cheeks. I know, I know a lot of y'all ain't fucking shower. It smelled like dick, gooch, and balls in there. I settled into my seat. Oh no! Nah. And you know, I hear people like talking, like, "Oh, well, actually, um, issue number sixty-seven of the silver," and I'm like, "No, oh, nah." Oh no, no, it's about to be that kind of environment. And seeing how people online are just like the way that they like they bought out theaters and they bought out tickets and then people dropping spoilers the day it dropped. Like I had to stay away from social media. And I know that that's not the movie's fault. Although I do think that the movie studio played a little bit into it because I'm pretty sure that they do hire people to drum up that buzz online drum mm-hmm. up that fucking you know they be like yo create an anonymous account drop a little something something drop something because there were some scenes that they showed in a trailer or some scenes that they dropped online that that shit didn't make the cut in the movie they do that so, a lot though they, did, they, did. they, they hit us with some crazy misdirection like because there was, there was some scenes where they edited um like they, there were scenes that made the movie, but then they edited um, Tom and, uh, or not Tom, but Toby and Andrew out of it, make it yeah. seem like it was just him. So they try to keep us off the trip, but they, I, I know what you know. There was, there was too many leaks online. Yeah, it was just like it was just not a welcoming environment, and I think as we obviously with the explosion of. Uh, nerd culture into regular pop culture, it's starting to like nerd culture was sort of like a secret society. It was like a sub, yeah, it was like a society, it was like a subculture, right? Like people were like, Yo, you watch that shit, you fucking nerd, son. Like they'll do that. Then cool people started looking at it, then hot people started looking at it, and then it became from the subculture to exploitation so quickly because capitalism got its fucking hands into the shit and they were like yo we're gonna crank out as many fucking movies and tv shows out the fucking ass y'all gonna keep paying for it y'all gonna keep tweeting about it y'all gonna keep doing podcasts about it and youtube videos and and twitch videos all this shit just like we're doing right now (laughs) giving them free fucking marketing giving them free content these motherfuckers using that shit like, mm, we got the nerd wallet now, baby. Them <laughs> motherfuckers are never leaving us. And guess what? They're going to hit us with bullshit content. And because we're so starved for this culture to be accepted, we will happily take the bullshit content. Because I will say, editing-wise, this was not their strongest editing edited movie. Because I don't know if y'all knew, but because of COVID protocol, there were a lot of scenes that people had to film in a in a room by themselves mm-hmm. like 
the scenes from Sandman, you know why Sandman was in sand the whole time? They actually, they hit a, uh, I heard it was, they it, it they cost more though. money. Yeah, it was cost it, well, more money to de-age him than it was to actually like show him just in sand. So even when they, he was in the last one, that's footage from Spider-Man 3. Not, yeah, that's footage from Spider-Man 3. So they reused footage. And the thing is that because they couldn't have him there, he read his lines. They got home from like a voice booth, send in his lines. They had mm -hmm. a body double. And obviously that's why they kept him in stand the whole time. Because if you guys have ever seen Thomas Hayden Church, that man, that's a tall ass fucking man in real life. I think he's mm -hmm. like six three, six four. That same man was short as shit. Yeah. I'm telling you. Is that, it's that de aging technology. They wasn't paying for it. You know, so and then also with Lizard Man, like a lot of that footage was recycled. A lot of that shit, they were like by themselves on a the sound stage and editing. I get it. You want to keep the, the industry going, you know, during pandemic. But it's like now it gets to a point where, okay, how much do we really need this content? Like, do we really fucking need it where you, now y'all going to start cutting corners? Just because you're going to make your money back. Spider-Man will make its fucking money back and then some. But, but I think it's because they, they're on this... Like you said, it's I don't okay. Nerd culture never got it never got cool. It's just that nerds got are in charge of things. Then start and making nerds, money, and the nerds are the one who's making the money. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a. I think it's more. We have jobs now, <laughs> and and we have money to spend a lot more, and. And then also, when you when you have the power, you have the money. You can make something cool. Mm -hmm. That's why you have Meg the Stallion talking about she loves anime, which is nothing wrong with that. But she's talking about it a whole lot more. Um, you have, and it's like, hey, they're gonna spend two hundred fifty million dollars on opening weekends to watch our movie. So we're gonna make more and more of this shit. And also. Comic book shit is unlimited amount of content. Because right now mm -hmm. we're, we're in contact whore times. Like it's all mm -hmm. about content. So I have the Marvel universe. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you guys gonna give me this license. I'm, I can make a shit ton of movie. And I have adults who are nerds now with great jobs or with just money to spend because none of us want to have kids anymore because it's expensive <laughs> as hell to have fucking kids. So we have a little bit extra money to spend 15 fucking dollars on a, on a ticket to go to the movies. So <laughs> we can do it. I think, but I will say capitalism plays a huge factor. I'm not going to take that away from you, Jizzy. It plays a huge factor in this. And it is a little bit of whoreanism. They are whoring out nerd culture. But we are tricks, and we're paying for these whores. <laughs> and, and that's the thing, you know? But, but see, I genuinely believe, I genuinely believe, because we got some genuinely bad shit out. Mm -hmm. and, and not even just, like, this year, but, like, for hold years on, going on. back. I, I want, yeah. you, to, I want yeah. you to... Which Marvel movies were the worst ones? Probably that second back? Thor. We can go to the beginning Give me five Marvel movies to you guys you thought were like, what the fuck was this? MCU one. MCU one. Don't count the X one. X one was that's a whole different conversation. MCU ones. In your opinion, give me three at least. 
Uh, three, I give you the the second Iron Man, the second Thor, and those were mainly just the main two that I was just like, "What the fuck?" I'm not gonna lie, I pretty I, I like a lot of the everything else. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Iron Man three, Age of Ultron, and the second Thor. So for me, it's. Iron Man 2, the second Thor, a lot of people are going to be really pissed off when I say this, Miss Marvel. <laughs> I, I, that's my third. That's my third. I'll put that I, as three. For me, personally, they rushed that movie to put something out so they can get ready for the Avenger movies. That, that's, mm-hmm. just, that's just my opinion. That it felt like a rushed movie. But because we are starving for women leads, it did so well, mm. and that's just, and, and it's not and, I, and I'm not against a woman lead. Just that when you're feeding for something, you're gonna you're just gonna take whatever it is and not really critique it, right? And, and that's and you know they uh, um a lot of the issues that came from the movie was also what was going on behind the scenes because that movie got delayed a lot of times. Why? Because she kept... So, first was the pay. You know? She was like, yo, I'm a... Like, let's be honest. She's a top billing actress. She's she not... Is. This is not some newcomer. Brie Larson didn't just start acting yesterday. She's been in Oscar nominated movies. She's mm-hmm. been in the game for a while. So, she does... She has the right to command a high paycheck. And they try to fuck her with the low numbers and they try to do her dirty with the low numbers. So eventually she was like, yo, y'all can recast. Y'all can recast Captain Marvel. I fucking care. I got like three other movies sitting in the pipeline that I could sign on to. But because they really wanted Brie Larson, you know, they played hard. She played hardball and even then she still got fucked pay-wise. And then came... The issues during filming. Crazy fans started showing up on the film set, threatening her, sending Wait, her what? death threats. Time out for what? Threats. Like, she was like, yo, I don't feel safe filming this movie. And then nobody spoke up for her except for Don Cheeto. Don Cheeto was the only one out here defending her. That's my her. cousin. That's my cousin. <laughs> yeah. He was the only one defending the her. Even when fans were talk- trashing her before the movie dropped, trashing her online. Because she was like, yo, I don't fuck with the the Avengers cast because I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to be buddy-buddy with people. I just want to, you know, do my job, cash my check, and go home. And I can't be wrong at that because it's like, I get it. Like, we, you know, we get so, like, enter- entertained by these people's lives that we want to think that they're all friends. But it's like, yo, there's nothing wrong with them not all getting along. You know what I mean? Like... It's it's whatever, but it was a lot of that stuff that caused the delays, caused the rush in reshoots, and then I don't know if you guys remember when they were filming. That's the same time when they had that writer strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that all, it was just like a bunch of outside forces. But you felt just, it watching the movie to me, like and see, so I, that's the thing. Yeah, why this movie was bad, and and, and but. You, the only difference was you could visibly see that movie was bad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This one, this Spider-Man movie, I can't, this is my second, third time watching it. I can't, 
this i see the production issues you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. that's why like especially like there's this weird bloom over toby Maguire all the time because he did most of his shots in green screen but you know like i feel like andrew garfield definitely made that up by putting in that extra mile he did the mvp yep. he toby Maguire was you know you when you had that celebrity tag match toby was mm-hmm. the celebrity and we had andrew <laughs> come in and he was doing the leg work he was doing all the legwork with the right. where he did the scene with the where he did a stunt on the ceiling. He did he did all of that. He was touching everybody, and it was good. You know what I'm saying? So as much as like I, because I can acknowledge all the stuff you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like all the production issues and stuff like that. It felt like it somehow they took all of that. They took everything that should have made this movie a zero, a, a, a two out of five, a mm-hmm. one out of five. And, and they took that and they they took shit and made chicken salad. Chicken shit mm-hmm. and made chicken salad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and amazing at that. So I got to give it up the villains? This. You guys think of the villains in the movie? Way too many villains in the movie. <laughs> I, thought, I thought they were good because they gave them such a good purpose. Because that first of all, a lot of it again, a lot of it runs on nostalgia, which again, mm-hmm. like it shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. But we've had seven movies prior to this to build right. up to this. So I what made it work for me was that, you know, because it was like a lot of parts. And it goes to what I was saying before, just that that pacing where it was just like, okay, you you fight Doc Ock two seconds later, okay, he locked up now. You, you you're fighting the we didn't even get a fight with the lizard really. Mm-hmm. Doctor Strange was like, I, I I I'm smoking that lizard pack already. You need to worry <laughs> about these other dudes. You need to worry about these other dudes. You know, that was part of the problem. But their interaction with each other, like when, when Jamie Foxx saw the lizard and then when when Alfred Molina and when the goat, mm-hmm. when the goat Willem Dafoe came on the, on the screen, yeah. that's when he, should, he done shut everything down. I think and he saved, it was so good. He saved the villains for me. It did. He, he, was, the, yeah. he was the heart he of was it. He was the one that saved it. Um, It felt like a... Or tornado five on five survivor series match. And the <laughs> shit was everywhere for me. And my ADHD started kicking in a couple times. I was like, okay, 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 okay. But Green Goblin just brought it all together. It was just it was like, all right, cool. I'm the uh, let, let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go back to your corners. I'm gonna finish it up for, for, for right now. And you mentioned him, his acting throughout that movie. You're like, for a split second, even though you know he was gonna do some shady shit, you're just like, yo, he might be a good, he might be a good nigga right here. He might be nah. trying to help for the cause. Nah. I, like, okay. I saw that shit. The moment they introduced his character, I'm like, I know this motherfucker is lying. Because white <laughs> yeah. men are evil in general. So I knew that motherfucker was up to no good. So when they finally showed his true colors, when he had that little spidey stroke. You know, that spidey sense kicked in. That was so, that, can we talk about that whole scene? Because that whole scene was so that was great. That beautifully. Because that was we so great. always hear about the spidey sense, but we don't really see how it affects him physically. Yeah, right. So, like, getting that, like, it felt disorienting, and it made sense. Because, exactly. you know, when spiders bite you, you do get disoriented. You do get like, mm-hmm. you know, what the fuck? Like your vision fucks up. So that was a really cool play at that. It was it was really dope to see. But 
I thought they had too many villains. I would have been okay without Sandman and the Lizard Fog. Yes. I I agree a hundred percent with at least the Sandman. I like the lizard. I like the lizard in certain parts, but again, he tacked on. They definitely could have done without Sandman. Mm-hmm. I would prefer another villain if they could have had found some like you know whatever um homeboy from um the first one with the that was the dad. He had the wings. What's his name? Um, uh, uh, the Vulture. Vulture. Yeah, I thought he was gonna. Oh, come back. okay. Yeah. Thought, but he's in jail, bro. Huh? He's in jail. Yeah, but I thought they were going to figure out a way to, to get him out or something like that because he knows that he's Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, some, something like that because it was a whole time I was waiting for the Sinister Six. I was like, okay, we, well, we got the Sinister Five and that, that's good <laughs> enough. Yeah. And I was like, that's straight. I, I, just, thought, I just thought he was going to kind of come back, but then I realized, oh, no, he's not. He's in jail. But then I thought that they were going to figure a way to get him out or just going to break right. him out. You know, so we might see more of him in Morbius. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mor- Morbius look, looks wild. I actually want to see it. Loki, I want to like really like go go check it out. That was wild. That trailer looked crazy. The trailer. I'm not gonna lie. The trailer looks good, but I don't want to support Jared Leto, so I'm kind of like iffy on the movie. What, what What did Jared do? Listen, the dude got a couple allegations on him, and I, I don't support sexual predators. Right? So, I get you. I get you. I get you. I get you. Know. you. Let me go look this up later on about Jared Leto. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the villains in this movie, I thought they did well because they, they work to further Tom Holland's story. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was crazy how much they did in this movie, but yet how much it all was able to serve Tom Holland's spider-man moving forward mm-hmm. you know have all of this it was the the other spider-man they were there to help him move forward help him uh make sense of aunt may's death even the villains they they were there to teach him that lesson that you know mm-hmm. because again what we were talking about this spider-man is a kid he ain't really been up against these these crazy niggas like Willem mm-hmm. Dafoe and Green Goblin that's going to sit there and trick him and stuff like that. He needed that moment. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, so he went wild after after uh, Green Goblin done messed him up. Can we again, can we talk about that? That spider sense scene? Yo, Yo because first of all, that shit was so nice. He comes through and then he webs him up. I'm like, yes. Thank you. That you not stupid, Peter. You not stupid. You got the ops. And but then he still, but then he still let him motherfucking power bomb him three levels down. Bro, he got a Batista bomb. The spy muster. Oh my god, yo! Been watching WWE for these matches because this shit is. Yeah, Willem. That's what I was about to say. Willem was watching the motherfucking matches. He was he was reading them PWI issues. He was he was studying, yo. Because he caught Tom and hit him with the meme like the armed Anderson joints. Wow, put that nigga down three levels. I was like, oh, oh five star match in this bitch. <laughs> oh, my god, oh, my god. <laughs> even at the even at the end, yo, my man Tom got him back. He hit him with the whole uh, uh Spidey Nady and destroyer and everything. Yeah. Yo, okay. yes. <laughs> with the webs. Oh my god. <laughs> 
who can who who choreographed this shit? <laughs> Give them a medal. Like, like who the fuck choreographed this fucking match? Like it was just like yo, the store. Yeah, the, the fight choreography in this in this Spider Man, I will say, blows the past Spider Man movies out the oh. water. Um, one thing I also did like about the movie is uh, because of like you know where Toby and Andrew are. You saw like sort of like this age progression of Spider Man. Like you saw, yeah. Like Tobey Maguire represented the older Spider Man who he's been through it all. He he saw it all, and he's finally come to peace with himself mm-hmm. and come to peace with the things he's done. Andrew Garfield represented the Spider Man in therapy. You know, he's doing his spiritual healing. He's gone through his spiritual journey. He's he's confronting his trauma and he's you know he's really just like yo man i had a fucked up childhood i need to talk to somebody i need to because all i like andrew garfield as spider-man i did not like him as peter parker because i felt like he was way too edgy way too fucking dark like oh i hate myself like i'm like yo chill on that b like there's no fucking way bro relax like so, just seeing the progress, like the different stages of Spider Man, it was sort of really cool to see. And obviously, with Tom Holland, we'll we'll see uh, a certain maturity. Which, by the way, they definitely did age him up in that ending scene when he's looking out the window. I don't know if y'all noticed his face looked a little, you know, CGI older. Now I'm telling you, it's that makeup. They always be making him up looking like because we don't be you don't be seeing, but looking at him in that Uncharted movie, yo, he right. he older <laughs> than he looked. He older yeah, than he looked. Yeah, he was looking a little grizzled, which I you know I get it. They're trying to signify his you know him mm-hmm. going into the new phase of his life. Um, I mean overall, it was a it's a great movie. I think that this is definitely a movie that people should go out to watch. You know, Christmas, the holidays are coming up. So if you got a couple kids, take them to see it. You got a nerd couple, take them to see it. Go see the movie. Go see the movie. Enjoy the movie. Don't be a fucking nerd. Like a a, a fucking sexless nerd. Don't go out there like, yeah, guys. <laughs> you my Spider-Man mask. Yeah. I ain't going to hold you, though. <laughs> I'm that nerd. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't show up in the fucking up. costume. Huh? Don't do that. <laughs> and if you're going to do it, fucking bathe before you put the fucking costume on. Well, well bathing That's is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's skin tight, so so the the the, uh, see, the stink seeps out more. So you exactly. Gotta like you got fucking polyester and rayon rubbing up on your raw balls. Like you can't be out here. Smelling like that. I, 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 when where I went, it didn't smell. I'll be honest with you guys. It was adults. They were or they smelled perfectly fine. Um, <laughs> no people did pop pop in the movie theater for certain parts. But I'm the wrong nigga to go to the movies with because I'm a talking nigga to do the movies. Oh shit, that's what happened. Oh, nah. <laughs> that, ass, that was me. That, that was guy. me. I'm that guy. So but for the most part, every there was a lot of pops throughout it. Um, people popped early because Daredevil was in in the beginning. Yeah, I was about to say, nigga, Matt. That was a cheap fucking thing that they did. That was cheap. That was fucking. Right. Dirty. That was low. 
first of all, I wanted to see a courtroom scene with oh, Matt Murdock. You know, different. <laughs> that's what 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 I said earlier about the the beginning and the second part didn't match. I felt like there was so many missed opportunities. Bro, I wanted to have Law and Order Spidey be you. I wanted to see <laughs> Matt Murdock. Here, 30 whole minutes. On the, done, you know, done. On the lawyer tip. I wanted to see the whole thing fucking go down. I wanted to see Spider-Man, you know, like, uh, you know, Foreman, what do you say? <clears throat> on the four counts of world destruction, how do you find him? We find Spider-Man guilty. Like, we, you know, I kind of wanted to see a little something. <laughs> It, but but like we said, like you mentioned and um, Emilio mentioned, it was a little rushed type of thing because we didn't get um, a full understanding. Like, cause they were like, "Oh, the charges are dropped." What? Mm -hmm. What? <laughs> what? That the right? You know what I'm saying? That white privilege. If it was Miles Morales, he killed the dude. This would be a whole different movie. This would be this would be when they see us type shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Oh my god, but you know, there was so many. Like, yo, oh, they just dropped the charges. Like, nigga, 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 people died. There's a bunch of people. You know what I'm saying? That, this is damn near genocide. Then, like, oh, oopsies, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, the, the the end scenes that that was Thoughts. so oh that was hilarious I thought especially because I saw we saw it at the end of the Venom movie and mm -hmm. I thought that they were gonna put him in this movie and I was like that's what I was gonna be like that's too much they're not gonna they're not mm -hmm. gonna have all these people in there and that's gonna be too much I love the fact that they made it a joke they didn't even mm -hmm. have that nigga in there Kevin Feige said nope you keep that Sony shit over there. <laughs> you keep that shit away from us. I mean, you, know you never know saying? because a little bit of Venom got left behind. So we might I, see, we might not see Tom Hardy as Venom. Mm -hmm. We might see Venom, the character, recasted for that particular universe. It yes. was smart. It was very smart how they did that because they could go, they could go either way. They could have it now where they, you know, they bring Tom Hardy back. They could have it where they bring him back, but they make him a variant, you know, so they don't mm -hmm. have to deal with any of that Sony shit. But they bring Tom Hardy back anyway, kind of like oh, how they true, just true. brought um, uh, Daredevil back, you know. Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily gonna do all of the same stuff that they did in the Netflix thing, but you know, he's back, and they're probably gonna bring all the other Netflix actors back, you know, just like um. You know, Kingpin actors back, you know, yeah, but it's probably not gonna be yeah. any of the backstory that it was before. It's probably gonna be all new backstory because they're like, mm -hmm. this is a whole different universe. And so that's pretty smart how they did that. You know, so I really like how they tied in everything. They really used the MCU smartly in this movie, where they was like, everything when you really look at everything even the dude that was interrogating uh ned and zenday and stuff like that mm -hmm. that was damage control that was, that's something that's you know was supposed to be a whole series in um the, it's in the comics but it's supposed to be a whole series before the disney plus stuff even happened yep. you know what i'm saying and that dude that was interrogating him was actually cast in that so that was actually a pretty cool nod um so and and you know with the uh, Avengers stuff and then they then they smartly just take it all away because that's the most Spider-Man thing that you could do. You give every give him everything and then make him just give it all away. And now the niggas are nobody and that niggas <laughs> banging down the joint. Where's the rent? That was the cameo that I was waiting for. 
Mr. Dovacheks with the rents. Where's my <laughs> rents? <laughs> that was the cameo I was waiting for. So random. I'm gonna go back to um worst Marvel movies that I personally feel. I'm gonna take Miss Marvel and put Eternals in that place. Sorry, but not so. <laughs> Eternals was paced horrible. That was that... a horribly paced yes. movie. Like, granted, Miss Marvel was rushed, but it was paced a whole lot better than Eternals. Cause Eternals, I had to watch it twice just to, to figure things out because it was badly paced. Did you see Eternals, Jizzy? Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that shit was flames. I ain't like <laughs> this nigga said this shit was flames and then give a shit give a shit about Spider Man. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is we talking about? <laughs> what the fuck? Everything is backwards. Oh my god, <laughs> Doctor Strange. I mean, okay, Eternals wasn't perfect, but I do give it a four and a, a four out of five too. So four out of five. It okay, wasn't okay, perfect. Okay. I don't okay. think there's. I don't. I don't want to say that a movie is perfect. There hasn't been a perfect Marvel movie yet. If my personal one, if I had to say a near perfect, like a five out of five, would be Winter Soldier. Yeah. Everybody says. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was, that shit was. Like, story, we fucking improved the shadow of the Captain America story. They got a little bit of more budget because the movie didn't look like it got recorded in the Bronx on a fucking flip phone. Um, you know, the homeboy came through with the hands with the knife work. Winter Soldier's Puerto Rican, but that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another <laughs> thing. <laughs> All right. I forgot y'all both Latino. Is it y'all go by Latino, Hispanic? What y'all go by Latinx? What y'all go by nowadays? Whatever. Uh, he's definitely uh, he's definitely one of them, like the light skinned Puerto Ricans that got a little bit of Irish in them, a little bit of Italian in them. That's him. <laughs> and I you know, you. like <laughs> it was the stakes, like the stakes meant something in that movie. So if I had to make it a near perfect, I would say Captain America Winter Soldier. Okay. Okay. That, that's that shit is that shit not can't deny that one. You you can't yeah. argue that one. I, I can't I can't argue that one. So um Doctor Strange trailer thoughts mm-hmm. before we Doctor Str- even Doctor Strange in this movie just even was was so oh everything about him in this movie was, was getting me just popping me everything yo my man said Wong being sorcerer supreme off the technicality you know what I'm saying <laughs> the right the right so- decision oh my god that that was fucking hilarious my man's uh doing all the um uh getting beat by spider-man getting mm. beat because he don't know no math that was one of my favorite parts you know what i'm saying <laughs> stay in school kids because math wins everything <laughs> you know what i'm saying got the he's was was... being his ass in the inception world and shit i'm like yo wait, hold up Right, is that the in the background? <laughs> he he, with the Inception world, my man did a quick calculation on the T uh, on the T eight. Got him, got him webbed up over the damn Grand right. Canyon. Twelve hours. Twelve. But that trailer, that trailer. Oh my god! See, I was always telling you. See, and I think this movie is finally going to validate everything that I've been saying. Stephen Strange, Doctor Strange. Everybody loves him. That nigga is a fuck boy. That nigga mm-hmm. is a fuck boy, and yes. everything he does, fuck. Yep. That's why. That's why Wong don't want. Every, we all know. Okay, we all know. We all have that one fuck boyfriend 
that we all see him do shit, right? He on he oh I'm about to I'm about to do some I'm about to go on the corner, fuck this nigga. No, 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 no. you just like hey, I'll catch you later, bro. Leave me out of this. But it's say that is Wong. And if you and if you don't have none of that friends, you the Doctor Strange. And all your friends is Wong. Like, hey, I catch you later, bro. You can't find no nobody do no moves with you. You the Doctor Strange. And right. that's what this this movie is gonna prove me right because that's what all it is. It's just it's just it it was two minutes of a bunch of shit happening to this man just being like, you fucked up. Because Nigga, why did you sit there and grant a wish to a 16, 17-year-old boy because he wanted to go to fucking MIT with his fucking mm-hmm. friends and change the whole motherfucking world even after your mans told you not to do it? <laughs> nigga, don't listen. That nigga, because um, did you guys watch What If? Yes, uh, and that's I all I was going to say, it, too. I wanted to say as well, during the Doctor Strange trailer, um... The fact that this man acknowledged Westfield, like he acknowledged that this bitch was having a fucking weekend at Bernie's head ass. She's having a whole, whole little fucking fuck a up in this town. bubble. And he's like, Yeah, I'm not here about that. Like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. You knew this shit was I going down. Right. You just chilling in their fucking townhouse in the city. All right. Like, it's like if I go to Star Wilkins. Right, huh? and I'm like, yo, you've been out here, you walling, yo, you just gunned down like twelve people. I'm not here about that though. I'm here because I need your help. Cause it, it, it is a little wild though. Cause is he the only one that knew about it, or is there more people that knew about that whole thing? Anyone I mean, that, there had to be a lot of people because they had that whole government that agency. With... No, I'm talking about hero wise. Oh, oh. I, I'm I'm thinking anyone that deals with time. And space, or magic, and magic probably knew about. It. Like they had the magic, the gathering, and they were like, "Yo, this bitch wanted to wall him the fuck out, son." <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yo, someone should go check on her though." And then nobody volunteered. Everyone was like, nobody, oh. nobody. And the fact that he said, like, like you said, like when he was just like, "Yeah, so I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need your help." Oh, oh, you were wilding over there, but you good on that part. I just need right. you to help me with this. <laughs> that's like when you. That's like when you when you step to the hallway that you know beat everybody ass, and then he over here, he over here like, oh, I, I'm pussy. I was like, I ain't even hear about that, bro. I just need your help. <laughs> I even I even say nothing. I'm excited about that move. When does that come out? That is I think, eight, seven months from now. So it's like about yeah. it's gonna be in the summertime. Oh, okay, okay, um, okay. I hope that it's good because i will say one thing marvel does not know how to do origin movies like normally the set except for the exceptional iron man because iron man is the best origin movie that they have in the mcu they're the origin like dr strange origin movie was fucking weak as hell and if anything i've seen dr strange become better as a side character um, as he appears in other stuff projects i mean i like dr strange I didn't love yeah. it, but I liked it. No, I mean, I I didn't love it. I liked it. I didn't love it. It wasn't like, you know, it was like, okay. What, right. Okay, let me ask you. Was it because of your comic book knowledge you didn't like it? Or you didn't like it as a movie? So... Him as Hugo Strange 
or sorry, Stephen Strange, whatever. Like the whole, you know, he's cocky, he's falling. Like he does it well. I will admit, he does the doctor well. But him as Strange, like the magician, yeah. I don't know yet. Like maybe, maybe it'll, the second movie will convince me. But so far, like from the first movie. Um, it was he was kind of like a little bit weak. So let me ask you guys both for this question then, because we all mentioned a couple of things like somebody plays well as the superhero but doesn't play well as like the like their um secret identity. So mm -hmm. which person or which person you think played well as a superhero and well as their secret identity within the Marvel universe so far? Definitely Tom Holland. Tom Holland gets everything. He's mm -hmm. he he is the Spider Man. Mm -hmm. He gets it all as Peter Parker and Spider Man. I gotta give that. Um... I'll have to say Captain America. He definitely he he was Steve Rogers like through and through that like you know good old American boy that that who believes in like morality, who believes in the right thing. He the signal of hope. Like I will say. Chris Evans played the shit out of Captain America. Fucking phenomenal job. And it was actually very convincing as, you know, both Steve Rogers and Captain America. Um, and I'm going to also say Iron Man. I mean, obviously, Robert Downey Jr., no one could touch that role. Yeah. Um, Terrence Howard did the right thing and bring his man on board. And <laughs> Come on, Iron Man. Come on, Iron Man. Come on, man. Come on, Spider Man. Why you trying to open up the multiverses? That was horrible, too. Remember that's what he said. Next time, man. Tw <laughs> 20 years later. Yo, Don Cheeto really took his job, B. Like, I'm, I, I appreciate Don Cheeto's. Like, I'm here. I'm gonna get this. I'm gonna get these checks because I feel like Marvel is an unlimited check. Unlimited. Yeah, for, which, for decades. Which, um, Letitia Wright is fumbling hard. Oh yeah. Um, from from Black Panther. Yeah, she's fumbling that shit. Is she really not gonna? Is she really like out? Nah, I heard all that rumors. Not yet. She say that she wants to leave the project. I'm going to just say this right now. They... Obviously, no one foresaw Chadwick, you know, passing, passing so young. I think that, and I get it, you know, money and contracts and all this and that. I get that, but something, like, they should have just been like, you know what? We're not going to even continue this movie. Like, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Because they had issues with her even before they really? announced Black Panther two. So really, yeah, like they had that issues with the how she she be guys. acting on set and and how was she be tweeting wild shit sometimes and you know it's like do you let me get this, Mar me get this Marvel check, me. <laughs> I know a dude that um, played. Remember in the beginning of, of Black Panther, those those guards that were getting beat up in the, the jungle part. Yeah, he was one of the guys in there. He was like, "That check was nice." Yeah, 
That was beautiful. He said, all I had to do was take that foot in the face. I got paid. So if 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 she's messing up, she's really fumbling the bag because the residual income on the back, because they play Marvel movies every fucking week on either TBS or TNT. Yep. Yep. Movies get played ridiculously. But I'm super excited about Doctor Strange. Any other Marvel movies you're excited about that, that are coming out that you like? Hey, I'm, I, I want to want to see. Uh, Definitely a, a lot of these shows. Movies, but I'm looking forward to Loki season two. Mm-hmm. Are, we, are they getting another season? Uh, yeah. Yep. This, this and is <laughs> I know that we're supposed to get. I don't know. If this is a spoiler, so you know what? I'm not gonna say anything else. I'm no, gonna... say it, nigga. No, nah, because I don't want to spoil it. Because I don't want people to be like, "Oh shit, I didn't know so and so was going to be in that movie." Who cares? Um, it was put spoilers on the thing. Say it, Amelia. Close it. Uh, cover your ears if you don't want to hear it. <laughs> I forgot. Wow. Okay, I forgot the name of the, the. It's like a working title, but I know that we're going to be seeing, you know, Jonathan Mayers again as uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. King, so. As who? As uh, a King, King the Conqueror. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, he's gonna be in the next uh, Ant Man movie. The, yeah. the one that they named after WrestleMania, Quantum Mania. Uh, Quantum, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Quantum Mania. I didn't see the title for that one. <laughs> yeah, they should just. Uh, you know how they had that joint where they had WrestleMania on the title belt. They should just had an Ant Man and they had the title <laughs> belt Quantum Mania. Oh, like like in the um uh the end scene from a from movie before somebody's pointing at a sign up in the air and it says quantum media in the air, some shit like yo, that's the next movie you gotta go see. See, right right there. I'm on the jobber tier. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I they have some good shit. I, but I was saying the other day, I was like, yo, Marvel really has us by like the chokehold B. Like we're gonna be watching shit until we we're forty something years old. Like they really said, okay, we're gonna lay this all out. It's for the next ten years, so we're gonna be forty with kids coming in the movie theater. Like, still Ant Man twenty five. Okay, <laughs> no boy. I mean, you know what? Hopefully, um, just kind of harking back to a comment you made earlier. Hopefully, they explore other stories and not redo the same ones because we have so many like different. Yeah, you know America Chavez. Like I don't know if you guys saw her in the in the trailer. Yup, I pop. Yeah, like in the uh, Doctor Strange trailer, you know, with the Jack. Like I would like to see her, and I would like to see Miles Morales. Like the new people. Also, we're you know we're gonna get a new Falcon, um, Isaiah Bradley's uh, grandson. So also we have a new Iron Man. Uh, yeah, yeah we have Williams. Like, Williams. Yeah. Hopefully they open the door to these stories where now we start to see the melanin. You know, now we start to see the difference. But not only that, but now we start to see a different story because at the end of the day, like as much as I love the classics and I appreciate them, um, there's just you can't convince me that in this fucking in infinite universes, every superhero is white. Like there's just no fucking way that we got a million infinity Diddy plus universes and every motherfucker who saves the world is white. So I would love to finally see, hey guys, 
We about to bring in all the POC. We about to bring all the queer folk. We about to bring in all the motherfuckers in this bitch. Like, we got a fucking disabled, badass chick, Echo, fucking motherfuckers up with no hearing and a prosthetic leg. Like, come on. I used to, I used yep. to mess with a chick with a prosthetic leg. Mm, good times. Random. <laughs> So I, I, okay, so I, I, you know I, we're gonna go ahead and close out the show. I, I, just, I, just, said, I just said when I saw Echo, I was like, "Yo, this is fire," and she's sexy, and I was like, <laughs> "This is, Bring back all this the is her first ever acting role." Is she really deaf? Fire. Wait, what I think she is. Is she really the, the actor? Is she really deaf? She is, yeah. She the actress is actually deaf. She's actually disabled, and this is her first ever acting role. Nah, she body in it though, and she's hot. Exactly, especially for her first time. Yeah, and she yep. was scrapping with them niggas in that. Damn, son, she was fucking niggas up. She was so hot. I was just like, I was, I was watching that thing. I touched my left nipple. I was yep. like, this is sexy. Remind me of my ex. <laughs> Oh no! Let me shut the fuck up because I got certain women watching this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what you think, nigga?" Mm. <laughs> and me get punched in the face. Right, anyway. They gonna see hawk you out here. <laughs> <laughs> Any um, I know we're talking about Marvel, but what are your thoughts on the DCU universe right now? Their TV shows be fire. Their TV but... shows be fire, and, and they they just do not know how to do that for their movies. Mm-hmm. Do they have like, anything coming up? I know the um, we talked about Black Adam. Jizzy shitted on the whole thing. It was like this nigga's a rock. <laughs> just want to take shit <laughs> and make it about himself. But, yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Black Adam movie? I know this is going off subject right now. I love. Oh that. my god! I think that shit's gonna be hilarious. Like he bought his way into the DCU. Okay. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> he, he might, he, he might have, he might, he he might have. <laughs> but I love the nigga, so I'm biased. <laughs> he, he walked in there, he said, I'm a rock. All right, now give me a movie. <laughs> that, that I'm dead ass, like that, that joint is gonna be black Superman. The rock, that is what be the rock envisioned Superman to be. That's what that movie gonna be. I don't know how Black Adam's gonna be in that movie, but I definitely know that's that's gonna be black Superman rock. Black he, Superman Dwayne. He's definitely doing a rock bottom in that movie. Oh, multiple <laughs> times. Multiple times. I'm I'm, I'm I... gonna, he's gonna say Shazam as he comes down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now that Sir Wilkins, when this actually matter of fact, when that movie comes out, we should all go see it together. Oh, dead ass. <laughs> That and the uh, Shazam movie. movie. As I'm sitting in the theater. <laughs> that and the Shazam I'm movie. I'm phone rigged up. I'm like, yo, guys, welcome back. A job of tears. This is a live broadcast. I'm literally watching the movie as we speak. And this is hot garbage in a landfill on fire. Um, bro. No, I don't the rock care. I'm still Hold on, hold on, hold on. You think The Rock is going to have an accent? Right? Oh my God! I can't I wait to hear that. Does have an accent, right? Right. <laughs> he does. It's supposed to be like kind of Mediterranean, Middle Eastern inspired. 
Right. Motherfuck, yo, if he come out here sounding like one of the poppies, the ox at the deli. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You're going to be giving out top cheeses. <laughs> Bro, I'm I can't even right, do the accent I know right now. People are watching this. They're gonna be like, "Yo, she's a fucking. Oh, she's fucking. <laughs> it's The Rock, guys. Yeah, The Rock sucks as an actor, and he's going don't to be that. the trashest. Don't say that, my nigga. We're gonna have to cut the speed off because you disrespected my man. Nah. Way too much, he's right? Gonna now. Be, he's just gonna be all eyebrows. That's it. He's just gonna be all uh, eyebrows, bro. Nah, just in the middle of that joint, all of a sudden, it's about power. It's about trust. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he actually raps a song for the... Matter of fact, he's going to do the whole soundtrack for the... The yes. whole soundtrack. He don't will it. So, I had told her this, and I'll tell you this in the middle, because I remember there was, a, there was a teaser video, and he was just like, yeah, you know... This became my pet project. Um, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this nigga just took over everything. His <laughs> seven bucks run, is running the production company. <laughs> yeah. Daniel doing something on, on there. Um, Simone Johnson got like a executive producer crash. She never stepped on set. Bro. <laughs> so Yo, fuck was- around. He about to have fucking Rikishi in that shit. He about to see The Rock, um, fucking Roman in that shit. Oh, Roman's definitely have the in that shit. Roman's definitely in the movie. I don't care what nobody says. Because <laughs> when I saw Roman in Hobbs Shaw, I was like, oh, what are you doing? You putting the whole family on. Yo, how about... Y'all want to hear something mad embarrassing before... I don't know, before we jump off because our bitch is hungry. How about the only reason why I saw Hobbs and Shaw was because Roman was supposed to be in it. So I watched it on a flight coming home from like a business trip. And I was like, oh shit, they got Hobbs and Shaw. Yo, Roman, the fact that I sat through that whole movie just for Roman to do this. Hey, I was like, he's, he's Samoa dropped somebody in that joint. <laughs> He at least did do that. I was like, yo, I know I'm a simp for Roman because I actually sat there and waited for him to come on screen. But you ain't ain't pop for the ooh ah. He wants his shit in the background. (laughs) You you ain't pop for the ooh ah. But it worked. It worked. And the thing is, I never get mad at the, at, at the Rock because he puts his whole team on, B. Like the whole family getting put on. Like Nia Jax has was wrestled for how many years in WWE? And the oh, rumor has it, I don't know how true it is because I love Nia, but rumor was because of the vaccination. Show. I don't know how true that is. But it took, it took, people were screaming for her to get released. Never. Got even a whiff. She walked out of WWE, walked out and came back with a new contract. Yo, I would, I want to be a Samoan and be so family, son. So bad, yo. The whole family is taken care of. Like he's the real head of the table. <laughs> he's the real head of the table. And low key, he might, he might buy WWE low key. Nobody even gonna know about it. <laughs> 
<laughs> that, uh, Bro, that's, we that's who he's gonna give it to. Adam and fuck around, they're gonna have a fucking ad for Young Rock right in the middle of the movie. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's gonna be that they're gonna have randomly. They're gonna have an Under Armour logo somewhere in the fucking. Yeah, they got. They're gonna have fucking Billy Batson. He about to be sitting down. Like, come on, guys, put on a show. He's gonna be flipping through channels. You're gonna see Young Rock. You're gonna see that fitness show that he did. You're gonna he's just gonna be flipping through all rock shit. He's like, ah, whatever, guys. Let's go watch something else. Oh yeah, let me change into my favorite shirt, Under Armour with the fucking bull on it. Like, oh, all right, guys, we're ready to oh wait. Before we do that, let's all party up, take a shot. Ah, Terramana, my favorite. <laughs> oh wait, we need we need some turn up music all Brahma. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I'm a little tired. Let's get some Zoe energy drink. <laughs> oh, that's going to be so bad. Yo, he runs the world. Damn. And I think we're going to leave it as that. Like, I don't know how we got here. My bad. <laughs> I don't think we got to go to sleep because I got to be up at spot 4.30, actually. <laughs> but... Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for joining us for another episode of Coffee Talk with Friends. We talked about Spider-Man, The Rock, <laughs> MCU, DCU. We talked about everything, but big shout out to Dizzy from the Deadass Girls. It's going to be called the RCU. Yes. <laughs> the Rock Cinematic Universe. <laughs> <laughs> and we got my boy Emilio from Blurred Central. Guys, drop off your um wherever people can find you and shit. Um, I'm talking shit on the daily on Twitter, which is at that ads jizzy g i double z y. Oh, you always catch me talking shit on Twitter, blurred central, just like you see it down there. B l e r d central at blurred central. I'm always shit posting. Check out the YouTube channel. New content coming 2022. It's coming very soon in January. Subscribe. And, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Nia Jackson's hot girl confirmed. <laughs> Yo, I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> Kanisha, sorry for this, but if Nia gets an OnlyFans, a nigga subscribing <laughs> fast. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that card. Where's my card? <sighs> Give me that <laughs> Ten dollars <laughs> gonna be paid. All right, guys, I gotta go. I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Peace.